Welcome to the Mark Cologne Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if you hear talk in the back, it's just my mother-in-law and my beautiful wife. Um, Cause I'm staying over at my mother's law, mother-in-law. I stayed over last night helping my father-in-law move. Um, uh, his family member. So uh, I'm here. No, that type of guy. I can't just. When it comes to since uh, has so much stuff happen in my experience in life. Stuff I see my mother went go through, I ju- I just can't leave my mother in law alone, even if it's just for a day. Um, so uh, yeah, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about it. We're gonna talk about Raw, SmackDown, Rumor Roundup, AEW, Dynamite. We will talk about uh the NFL predictions of scores, we'll talk about it all, ladies and gentlemen, um, sorry this is on a Sunday, uh, yesterday, like I said, I was moving literally all day yesterday, uh, so I'm kind of beat, so I'm not gonna try to drag this podcast as much as I usually do, um, so yeah, let's get, let's get to moving on, people. NXT makes its presence felt again. Raw opened up this week with Triple H arriving to the arena at the head of the caravan of luxury SUVs. Upon exiting his his vehicle, he approached the SUV behind him, but we weren't able to see who else had arrived to the Nassau Coliseum along with him. A dejected Seth Rollins made his way out to, for a in-ring promo to address his future. Rollins admitted that he knows some fans were thrilled he lost the Universal title, but he doesn't give a damn about that. What's more, with Brock Lesnar back on Raw at the top of the mountain as WWE Champion, all of his hard work to get the Universal title away from him feels like a wash. What's next for Rollins? He said for the first time in a long time, he doesn't know. Triple H was out, and he reminded Rollins that he, anytime he's appeared lost in his career, their their paths have always always seemed to cross. He warned Rollins that he's either with him or against him as all four members of the undisputed era emerged out of the crowd and hopped on the on the ring apron. The OC came out to chase off the undisputed era, but that Dominic Dominic and Damian Priest showed up to blindside AJ Styles, Carl Anderson, and Luke Gallows, while undisputed era joined in a slew. Mick Carter's from the Raw roster and out to finally chase off the NXT crew backstage. Rollins caught up with Triple H and said, if he returns to NXT, he's returning as a top guy. He said he wanted Adam Cole for the, w- for the NXT championship, sorry, and Triple H was happy to grant the request. Um, I like what's going on with NXT and Raw and SmackDown, um, this is a terrific build. WWE is getting it right. Seems like Triple H is ahead of all of it. I don't think Vince is uh, that much a part of it. So I'm actually liking that. Um, and it, it's looking for a very entertaining um, Survivor Series in the next couple weeks. I can't wait for it. Uh, Becky Lynch cut a backstage promo with Car- uh, Sorry, Charlie Caruso. 
where she revealed that at Survivor Series, she'll be going up against SmackDown Women's Champion Bayley and NXT Women's Champion Shayna Baszler. Baszler showed up and took over Caruso's chair. Face-to-face, -face, she told Lynch that she... That though she she's longtime friends with Ronda Rousey, she's not Ronda Rousey. She told Lynch that she was gonna make her tap out. She just needed to decide which which limb she's gonna take for take for her own. Lynch fired back by letting Basler know that warning with warring with her changes you forever. The two then got up for a tense face off. <laughs> The NXT Championship was on the line. Seth Rollins defeated Adam Cole via disqualification after Kyle O'Reilly reached under the bottom rope and grabbed the leg of Seth Rollins post-match. The undisputed era beatdown commenced until members of the Raw roster stormed out to make the save. This brought out the remaining members in attendance from the NXT roster and a massive brawl that ensued as the chaos reigned on the outside. Ricochet hit a shooting star press onto a pile of bodies while a visual of Keith Lee hitting a somersault over the top rope from the outside on even more bodies closed out Raw. Um, Rey Mysterio tames the beast. Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman charged to the ring. Heyman elaborated on Lesnar being allowed to switch brands on a whim. Claiming his client had a no-cut contract and given the investment the company has in him, WWE can't fire him. Lesnar's contract has been officially absorbed by Monday Night Raw. Heyman then turned his attention to the task at hand, hunting down Rey Mysterio. He said that Lesnar will commit a felony against Mysterio, and if someone doesn't cop to his whereabouts, Lesnar will turn the arena upside down and inside out on the hunt. The two left to the back where Lesnar was screaming for Mysterio before bullying helpless backstage workers. Lesnar and Heyman later made their way to the announce table. Heyman attempted to get the whereabouts of Mysterio from Jerry the King Lawler, warning the Hall of Famer that no one would re resicate him <clears throat> this time when he dies on the air again. Dio Madden stepped into the defend Lawler, but he ended up crashing through the announce table curtis courtesy sorry of an F five. As Lesnar was admiring his carnage, Mysterio emerged and began brutalizing the beast with a pipe. Mysterio took aim to Lesnar's knees and then he then laid out the champion on the ramp with a shot from his own title. Back from commercial, they, they showed Lesnar limp, limping to the back. Backstage, Mysterio laid down a challenge to Lesnar for the WWE Championship at Survivor Series, asking him if he was the, if he was man enough to come after him like he was tonight. It was announced later in the show that Lesnar had accepted and the WWE title bout in Chicago is official. <laughs> What else happened on Raw? Natalia and Charlotte Flair defeated the Kabucki Warriors in a non-title match <clears throat> via submission. Buddy Murphy defeated Cedric Alexander via via pinfall. Selena Vega and Andrade defeated Carolina and Sin Cara. Rusev defeated Joe McIntyre via disqualification. The OC defeated Humberto in the Street Profits via pinfall. And the Viking Raiders defeated the East Hampton Polo Boys. That was your Monday Night Raw, ladies and gentlemen. Now, 
let's go to AEW Dynamite. And, you know, I was kind of bummed. Raw wasn't Raw wasn't that bad actually. Um, but I was kind of bummed out, ladies and gentlemen, because I wasn't able to do my um my AEW Dynamite uh predictions. But you know, uh, next time, next time for sure. Um, depending when that is, but here is AEW's Dynamite results. Cody's now or f- or never moment. Cody conducted an in-ring promo for the announcement that had been hyped for weeks. During the promo, Cody p- compared himself to Cowboy Bill Watts, Eddie Graham, and his own father, Dusty Rhodes. As someone who serves as both management and a member of the of the roster, saying he'd heard the criticism of being management and also challenging for a world title. Cody said if he fails to defeat Chris Jericho in their championship belt at Full Gear, he would never again challenge for the AEW World Championship. Cody also called out Jericho for the champ's comments about Cody's privileged upbringing and being born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Cody pointed out Jericho's upbringing in an upper-middle-class family with a famous hockey player father, saying it's almost as though the two rivals shared the same the same silver spoon. Later in the show, an Inner Circle video package aired. The video was a spoof of Cody's from weeks back, hitting the same serious beats of the Cody video in a very much not serious series of clips. All right, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guerrero defeated Adam Hangman Page and Kenny Omega via pinfall. All right, and uh, when Jericho hit Page with the Judas effect, Jack Hager, who was ringside, got involved early on, attacking Omega behind the referee's back. He also called Guerrero as he was thrown from the ring, but Omega responded by hitting a big dive on both men. Moments later, Pac, Pac ran in and hit Page with a low blow with Omega down on the outside. Jericho hit Page with the Judas effect to score the win and remain undefeated. After the match, Cody ran in and laid out Guevara before Jericho and Hager began leaving leaving up the ramp. MJF hit Hager and Jericho with a chair before throwing Jericho in the ring where Cody hit him with the crossroads. John Moxley came out with a barbed wire bat to have a showdown with Kenny Omega, during which Jericho got revenge on Cody Santana and Ortiz ran in and attacked Moxley and Omega only to fall victim to super kicks from the Young Bucks. Everyone brawled on the entrance ramp before Nick Jackson hit a dive off the entryway. I think uh, this right here shows you how elite AEW really is. All right, and if you hear sipping, guys, I'm sipping on some coffee. Yes, that's sipping. <laughs> um, that's what AEW is all about, ladies and gentlemen. This is what AEW is all about, right here. Is that what we just what we just seen? What else happened on AEW Dynamite? Pac defeated Trent via submission. Private Party defeated the Dark Order via pinfall. Amy Sakara and Jamie Hyder defeated Rio and Shanna via pinfall. Sean Spears defeated Brandon Cutler via pinfall. All right, that was AEW Dynamite, ladies and gentlemen. It was a pretty good. It was not pretty good. It was an excellent pay-per-view, actually, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, it was great. It was great. 
now we can go to WWE NXT. Let's talk about it. Oh, yeah, Penn State lost, so now they're ranked ninth. It's still not over, but they're going to have to do a lot. They're going to have to beat Ohio State and the uh, two other teams they play to uh, to get a top four, which uh, is going to be very, very tough. But anything can happen, ladies and gentlemen. All right. AJ Styles and the OC invade NXT at the onset of the show. The OC attacked Undisputed Era outside of the arena before entering and claiming now that they had taken out all the champions they were taking over. Tommaso Ciampa took issue with that thing that NXT is now the main roster and he had backup. Out came Matt Riddle and Keith Lee to have his back and set up a six-man tag team match for the main event. The OC versus Tommaso Ciampa, Matt Riddle, and Keith Lee ended in a no contest. The two teams brawled at the start. Styles opened up by leaping out of the ring and hitting Riddle with a phenomenal forearm on the outside. But Ciampa caught him with a with a Willow's Bell. <clears throat> Riddle got the hot tag and hit Styles with a final flash bro to sleep and Everest German suplex only for his pinfall to be broken up. A Styles DDT took Lee out and Styles flipped out of a Riddle German to hit him with a Pele, Pele kick sorry, and a Brain Buster to a 2.8 count. A pounce from Lee took out both uh, Styles and the referee, and Riddle got caught up in a rope in the a rope that splashed most everyone in the match outside the ring. All right, um, I'm <clears throat> sorry. As Ciampa was set to nail Styles with a fairy tale ending, Finn Balor's music hit. Styles took out a distracted Ciampa with a pillow kick, and Balor hit Riddle with a spike DDT. Styles stood in the ring and held up. Too sweet as Balor pointed finger guns at him, but as Styles was ready to hit Ciampa with a Styles clash, Adam Cole ran into the ring and super kicked Styles before knocking out Ciampa with a last shot. Cole stood in the ring as Balor stared him down from the entrance ramp. This was great, and it looks like we will be get, getting a full edition of the Balor Club, the Bullet Club, whatever you want to call it. This is too sweet, ladies and gentlemen. And I cannot wait to see what happens between the OC and Finn Balor and the Undisputed Era. What else happened on NXT? Pete Dunne defeated Damian Priest via submission. Tanera defeated Santana Garrett via pinfall. Shayna Baszler defeated Dakota Kai via submission in the non-title match. And Angel Garza defeated Tony Nese via pinfall to become the new number one contender for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. All right. And then Dominic defeated Isaiah Swerve Scott via pinfall. And that was NXT, ladies and gentlemen. Now we can go to AEW Full Gear. All right. Let's talk about it, ladies and gentlemen. It was a tremendous pay-per-view from what I'm hearing. I haven't seen it yet. Been busy, guys. Uh, been real busy. Um, but uh, going to talk about it. Britt Baker defeated Bia Presley via submission. Santana and Ortiz defeated the Young Bucks via pinfall. 
Um, Adam Hingman Page defeated Pac via pinfall. Sean Spears defeated Joey Janela via pinfall. SCU defeated Private Party and Lucha Bros via pinfall to retain the titles. AEW's Women's Championship were on the line. Rio defeated Emi Sakara via pinfall to retain the title. The AEW World Heavyweight Championship was on the line. Chris Jericho defeated Cody via corner stoppage to retain the title. Um, and after, after everything, ladies and gentlemen, MJF, MJF took out Cody Rhodes with a low blow. If you didn't see this coming, you are blind. You are fully 100% blind if you did not see this coming. I like how they did it, though. These, uh, just hit them with a low blow and just move on. <laughs> so, rivalry's coming there. That's going to be a hell of, hell of a rivalry between these two. That could last three to four months for all I care. I'd watch every single moment. Cody, Cody's a phenomenal worker, ladies and gentlemen. He really is. It's great. It is really great. All right. <clears throat> Unsanctioned lights out match. John Moxley defeated Kenny Omega via pinfall. Now this match, this match was crazy, ladies and gentlemen. This <clears throat> this match might have stole the show. Just how crazy, just how crazy it got. It it, it really it, it went the limits, ladies and gentlemen. It went it went the limit. So uh. I gotta give it to them. Um, really, really happy with what uh, Moxley has been able to do in AEW. He has really been able to take over as like this, this, uh, this person, this character. Now, will it last? Uh, that's yet to see. Okay. Um, but I believe that when it's all said and done in the year two, since Renee Young, Renee Young's in on W in WWE, I believe two, three, four years. I believe John Moxley will be back, ladies and gentlemen. No doubt about that. Same thing with CM Punk. CM Punk's bound to return any day now, which we will talk about in the near future. The NXT invasion continues as Heavy Machinery made their way out for a match. Imperium of NXT UK ran in from the crowd to attack. After laying out Heavy Machinery, New Day, Apollo Crews, Shorty G, and Ali ran in to make the save. Imperium walked off unscathed. A tweet from Triple H drove home the message behind the attack as he wrote, Imperium. Hashtag WWE NXT is global. Even overseas, it seems SmackDown superstars are not safe. <laughs> Sasha Banks defeated Nikki Cross via submission. Um, with the Banks statement, uh, Bailey and uh, Sasha Banks cut a back backstage promo addressing Shayna Baszler's attack last week. Bailey said the two of them made NXT and claimed Baszler was attempting to make herself relevant. 
We can play takeover games too, Bailey said. Cross attack Bailey during the match and suffered some payback from the SmackDown Women's Champ after her loss. Baszler ran in from the crowd and laid out Bailey before Banks could make it back to the ring to save her friend. Turf Tyson Fury gets his WWE curtain call. WWE fans could be excused for thinking they've seen the last of the lineal heavyweight boxing champ Tyson Fury in a WWE ring when he defeated Braun Strowman by countout at Crown Jewel being in the UK. It made plenty of sense for Fury to step back in the ring and get a bit of a curtain call. Fury said he had unfinished business with the big dozer. Braun Strowman, who immediately came out to the ring, Fury then thanked Strowman and suggested if they fight again, it should be as a tag team. After Strowman said nobody was stupid enough to face them, the B team came to the ring. Fury laid out Bo Dallas with a right hand, and Strowman hit the running power slam on Curtis Axel before the duo celebrated. What else happened on WWE SmackDown? King Corbin defeated Roman Reigns via pinfall. The SmackDown Tag Team Championships were on the line. The New Day defeated the Revival via pinfall to capture the titles yet again. The New Day begin their fifth reign as the tag champs. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro defeated Ali and Shorty G via pinfall. The Fiend Bray Wyatt attacked Daniel Bryan backstage. And Carmella and Dana Brooke defeated Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville via pinfall in a Survivor Series qualifier match. Alright, that was SmackDown. Now we can talk about Rumor Roundup. Let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, there could be up to five matches at Survivor Series pitting Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Which I think is great, ladies and gentlemen. I feel like WWE should have a lot more matches like that, where it's like Raw versus SmackDown, or like this year's Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. I feel like that's real dope. That's real good. So, uh, should be very exciting. Then we have Aleister Black is currently out with a knee injury per the Observer. No, no word yet on how how long he'll be out. Hopefully, it's not that long. Um, Kenny Omega will stop from entering Japan recently, and there was apparently an attempt to get him banned from the country, according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. They also say there's been nothing said regarding John Moxley at the Tokyo Dome, but there's still time for that to change. You see, and that's what I don't get, people. Why try to ban somebody? Just what? Just because they don't work there no more? What has that man done to you guys? That you gotta treat him so bad that he can't even he can't even go into your, your country. That's messed up. Come on guys, you can't be like that. Alright, uh <sighs> Luchasaurus is now saying he hopes to return from injury in early twenty twenty. That's great news to hear uh for uh Luchasaurus. It really is. Um really, really is. Um, but you know, you know the deal, guys. You know the deal. We talk about MLB, National Hockey League, NBA, and the NFL. We talk, we talk about it all, ladies and gentlemen.
We talk about it all. There's not one thing we should not, we won't not talk about. Because it's me. This is me. Yeah, I know. I'm here. I'm here for you guys, man. I'm here for you guys. All right. Um. So let's talk about it. You know, uh, regular season, postseason over for Major League Baseball. Um. Now it's free agency. Now it's time for trades, for firings, for hirings. You know how it goes. Very inspiring. Here it is, Marcel Osuna, very unlikely to accept qualifying offer. Um, Trevor Brower explores different agency experience, becomes first client. Becomes first client of Luba Sports. I don't know what that is, but that don't sound good. It's supposedly a new sport. Sports agency. Alright. Okay. Cool. Why not? The Padres unveil new brown and gold uniforms return to roots for 2020 season. They actually don't look bad. They don't. Um, yeah. If I find them online, I'll post them. I'll post them for you guys. Uh, Mookie Betts. Uh, well, the Red Sox at GM meeting said trading Mookie Betts should be priority. You see, uh, I can't. I mean, you see, I mean, he probably doesn't want to stay with them. That's the whole thing. Um, hey, I mean, that's what you guys wouldn't do. Do it, right? Who am I to judge on what you guys do and don't do? Not my place, people. Not my place. So I'm just gonna leave that alone. All right. Uh, Sunday, November tenth. Uh, right now, the New York Rangers are beating Florida one zero. Uh, Dallas and Winnipeg are tied at zero. New Jersey versus Vancouver at four o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Vegas versus Detroit at five o'clock. Toronto versus Chicago at 7, Philadelphia versus Boston at 7, Edmonton versus Anaheim at 9. See, I usually give you guys a full schedule, but like I said, I'm beat, guys. I just you know, want to relax today, so next week I got you guys. Next week. On a Saturday, I got you guys. All right, um... All right, ladies and gentlemen, schedule for today, I will give you guys for the NBA, then I'll give you the news. I'll tell you what, the Lakers are playing good ball right now. Ever since losing to the LA Clippers that first game, um, everybody around the world has lit a, flyer, uh, a fire under LeBron James and Anthony Davis and that whole um, Los Angeles Lakers crew. They're playing very good ball. Uh, Sunday, November 10th, we got eight games this week. Uh, well, today, uh, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Denver Nuggets going up against the Minnesota Timberwolves. At 6 o'clock, it's Indiana Pacers going up against the Orlando Magics. At 6 o'clock, it's the Charlotte Hornets going up against the Philadelphia 76ers. At 7 o'clock, we got the Milwaukee Bucks going up against the Oklahoma City Thunder. 
At 7.30, we have the Cleveland Cavaliers going up against the New York Knicks. 8 o'clock, we have the Brooklyn Nets going up against the Phoenix Suns. At 9 o'clock, we have the Atlanta Hawks going up against the Portland Trailblazers. At 9.30, it's the Toronto Raptors going up against the Los Angeles Lakers, ladies and gentlemen. Those are the scores. Uh, and like I said, we we're just talking about the Lakers, and they're going to be home facing the Toronto Raptors, ladies and gentlemen. I believe uh, Lakers should win that. They should. They should, ladies and gentlemen. Heat guard the um. Deion Waiters missed game versus Lakers with panic attack after consuming edible. Um, who knows what happened there? Who knows what happened there? Um, praise go out to Gordon Hayward that he uh he broke his hand. Hopefully he comes back sooner, better than never. Mavericks Luka Doncic is set to make NBA history at only 20 years old. He right now he's averaging 27.7 points, 10.8 rebounds and 9.1 assists per game so far in this um <clears throat> this very long season. Remember, guys, last year he won the uh, MVP, the Euro League MVP. He also won, but he won Rookie of the Year. Um, this 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 kid, he's balling right now. Um, he is balling right now. Yeah, this kid, uh, this is, this is going to be kind of, uh, kind of, so we're going to have to see what happens here because, you know, he's only 20 years old. If he wins MVP, he'll be the youngest MVP, I believe, and he's doing, he's doing tremendous numbers. Um, he he has uh four triple doubles, triple four triple doubles in his first nine games this year. So if he keeps it up, him and LeBron could be going at it for MVP, which will be very exciting, ladies and gentlemen. You know LeBron's his idol, so man. <laughs> um, all right, now let's talk about the NFL, ladies and gentlemen. My favorite sport. Let's talk about it. Before I keep on going, let me see. Uh, oh, Dakota Prescott is reportedly headed to the franchise tag after no progress on deal. Look, y'all, just pay the man. I ain't a Cowboys fan. I hate the Cowboys. But. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say don't pay this man. This man, he's balling out his damn mind. You got, you gotta pay the man. 
You have to. Other sources are saying Antonio Brown not expected to play again this season, and I believe it. I don't see him playing this season. Um, Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford out with a broke with broken bones in back. Oof, he'll probably be out for a while. There goes the Lions season. Like always, ladies and gentlemen. An NFL game in Mexico City to be played on improved field at Estadio Azteca. Yes. Ah, uh, let me see when that is though. Cause uh don't forget one year one year ago this week, Kansas City Chiefs and the um LA Rams were supposed to play at that stadium, but it was uh, poor field conditions. It was very poor field conditions. Well, this year's Monday night game at Mexico City between the Chiefs and Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, wow, no, not the Lakers, the Chargers. Sorry, we'll go on the schedule. We'll go on and schedule on November eighteenth. Well, there you go, people. Exciting! I'm definitely gonna see that. All right, and uh. Let's go to scores, ladies and gentlemen. There's a couple games already being played. Well, I have to give my predictions on who's going to win, who's going to lose, what's going on. Yes. And my Eagles don't play today. <laughs> I'm so sad my Eagles don't play today. But let me give you the scores from last week, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Um. Uh, Last week's scores, the 49ers beat the Arizona Cardinals on Halloween Thursday Night Football 28-25. The Houston Texans beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 26-3 in London. The Buffalo Bills beat the Washington Redskins 24-9. Carolina Panthers beat the Tennessee Titans 30-20. Kansas City Chiefs beat the Minnesota Vikings 26-23. The Miami Dolphins beat the New York Jets 26-18. My Philadelphia Eagles beat the Chicago Bears 22-14. The Pittsburgh Steelers beat the the Indianapolis Colts 26-24. The Oakland Raiders beat the Detroit Lions 31-24. The Seattle Seahawks beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 40-34. Denver Broncos beat the Cleveland Browns 24-19. The LA Chargers beat the Green Bay Packers 26-11. The Baltimore Ravens beat the New England Patriots 37-20. And the Dallas Cowboys beat the New York Football Giants 37-18. Those were the scores from last week, ladies and gentlemen. Now let's talk about this week. This week has been very entertaining so far. Because of Thursday Night Football. Hell of a game that was on Thursday night. All right, Thursday Night Football, it was uh, L.A. Chargers going into uh, to face up against the Oakland Raiders. The Raiders beat the Chargers 26-24. to Raiders improved to a 5-4 and record. The key, the, key, the key play of that win was when uh, Josh Jacobs, rookie running back, uh, ran an 18-yard rush touchdown, one minute and two seconds remaining. All right, uh, Lions going up against the Bears. Lions are winning 3-0 right now. 
Um, this is Detroit's first game without Matthew Stafford since Week 17, 2010. Um, I got the Chicago Bears winning this one. Then we got the Baltimore Ravens going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. Mark Ingram, the second, eighth rush touchdown this season. I believe the Ravens win. Um, then you got the Buffalo Bills going up against the Cleveland Browns. Jarvis Landry, 17-yard receiving touchdown on opening drive. I believe the Buffalo Bills will win. Then you got the Atlanta Falcons going up against the New Orleans Saints. Saints allowed 14.8 points per game since week four, third fewest in NFL. I believe the New Orleans Saints will win. Then you got the New York Football Giants going up against the New York Jets. Sam Darnold, two total touchdowns, passing rush. I believe the New York Football Giants will beat the, the Jets. Jets are winning 14-0 right now. Um, the Arizona Cardinals are going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Our, uh, Jones, running back from Tampa Bay, rushed touchdown in two straight games, first time in career. I believe the Arizona Cardinals will win. Then you got the Kansas City Chiefs going up against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Chiefs are winning 10-0 right now. Three-yard receiving touchdown on opening drive for Travis Kelsey. I believe the Kansas City Chiefs will win. Then you got uh, later on in the day at 425 p.m. Eastern time, Carolina Panthers going up against the Green Bay Packers. McCaffrey, one-plus touchdown at six-game straight, longest active streak. Then you got the Miami Dolphins going up against the Indianapolis Colts at 405. Colts won six of the last seven games versus Dolphins. I believe uh, Panthers will beat the Packers. I believe the Colts will beat the Dolphins. Then you got the LA Rams going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers 7-1 in November since 2017. Best in the NFL. I believe the LA Rams will beat the Steelers. Then you got the Minnesota Vikings going up against the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday Night Football. And I believe the Minnesota Vikings will will blow out the Dallas Cowboys. Kirk Cousins one and six career record versus the Cowboys. He improves to a two and six and gives the Dallas Cowboys a loss. He gives the they give the Philadelphia Eagles a present on a bye week for the Eagles. Thank you. Then we got Monday Night Football. The Seattle Seahawks going up against the San Francisco 49ers. Russell Wilson is 23-5-1 record in primetime games. I believe the 49ers will remain perfect and improve to a 9-0 record when they win a close one with Seattle. All right, the teams that are a buyer are the Philadelphia Eagles, New England Patriots, Washington Redskins, Denver Broncos, Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Houston Texans. Now, the games that these teams have to play upcoming are um, Eagles got uh, the Patriots. Obviously, Patriots got the Eagles, which will be at Philly. Uh, the Redskins will be going up against the Jets. Broncos will be going up against the Vikings. Jaguars will be going up against the Colts. And the Texans will be going up against Baltimore. All right. And then we have, let's look at next week's primetime games. And I will give you the projections for the primetime game Thursday night football. Thursday night football is... The Pittsburgh Steelers going up against the Cleveland Browns at 8.20 p.m. Eastern Time in First Energy Stadium, Cleveland, Ohio. I believe the Cleveland Browns will actually blow out the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going I'm to go with uh, 34 to 10. That's what I'm going to go with. Um, <clears throat> then you have... Um, Let's look at the Sunday night game. Sunday night football, you got the Chicago Bears going up against the L.A. Rams. Then Monday night football, um, 
This is the one that's playing in Mexico City. You got the Kansas City Chiefs going up against the LA Chargers. And teams that are, are on by next week will be the Seattle Seahawks, Green Bay Packers, Tennessee Titans, and the New York Football Giants. All right. All right. Uh, those are the uh, scores and predictions. Thank you, guys. Now, before I go, I gave away. I gave GameStop back the worst game in WWE history. The worst video game, ladies and gentlemen, in WWE history, I gave it back to them. I said, here, I do not want it at all. They asked me if I wanted my money back or or trading. I said, you know what? Let me get a trade-in. Let me get a new game. So, dude, it was cool. He was like, all right. We, you know, one-time thing. Uh, and he did it for us. Well, for me, actually. And um, so I got a new game. I got, which I'm going to play in a couple, in a little bit. It was, uh. Going to play Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I'm gonna play. I've heard great things about this game. The guy at GameStop said the same thing. Co-workers, uh, family members, close friends, you know, they're all like, Oh, it's a terrific game. Like you should play or whatever. So I I grabbed it up. Um and I'm gonna play it today. For a little bit, um, Eagles don't play today, so but I'm definitely gonna be catching up with the games on my phone while I play. Um, it's a good time, people. It's a good time right now for me. All right, I'm gonna play Call of Duty today. I'm gonna watch the football. I'm definitely watching the Cowboys game. I want them to lose. Um, Major League Baseball free agency. You got um, hockey season right now. Blackhawks ain't doing too good. I ain't, I ain't spoiling them. I don't care. Uh, Chicago, same thing. Chicago Bulls, they play terrible. Whatever. Um, you got um, WWE uh, Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. It's not even WWE versus AEW right now. So I don't care about it. I care about Survivor Series coming up in two weeks, ladies and gentlemen. Also, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. I can't wait to eat my ass off. All right. My son will be here soon. My wife is about to be 34 weeks, ladies and gentlemen. And then my my beautiful uh, baby son will be here. And I, my young king, I cannot wait. I can't wait. We're getting everything ready. We're in the nursery ready. We're getting this, that, knick-knack, paddywhack. We're getting everything ready, ladies and gentlemen. It is great. All right. Now, I know this podcast isn't as long as it usually is. Like I said, all day moving and all week working. Um, just very tired. Um, but I definitely got you guys next week. Oh, man. Next week. Yeah. Back to the same routine. Hour 15, hour 30. Some Don't be surprised if it's a little longer. All right, people. I got you. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Thank you for being a part of this every week, once a week. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you, and I will see you guys next week. Enjoy this episode of the Mark Cologne Podcast.
Not quite yet. <sighs> you see, I'm tired. You gotta give me a break. Who went up and who went down this week? Who went up would have to be the Dallas Cowboys. Not ha. You think I'm gonna give it to the Dallas Cowboys two weeks in a row? No, 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 people. Ladies and gentlemen, who went down actually would have to be myself. Yes, I'm gonna give it to myself just just because I I messed up. I really I really messed up. I had it's like, oh, Cowboys are gonna lose. Yeah. The Cowboys are gonna lose to the New York football giants. Yeah. That was just cause guys, I just said that because you know, you know, it's right now they're very close. Um Yeah. Who went up? And who went down? Alright, so uh You know, you guys gotta give me a break. You gotta give me a a chance to just just to, you know, get a hold of myself. It's been a long week. I'm getting ready for this baby. You know. Alright. So I, I went down actually because I picked like I said, I picked the Cowboys, and I should have never done that. I should have picked the Cowboys to win because, obviously, they were going to win. So I apologize for that, Cowboys fan, Eagles fans. I let you guys down. Now, since I went down this week, I deserve this. I deserve that. I really do. Because, uh... I made myself look stupid last week. Even though I could have won if it wasn't for that stupid black cat. If it wasn't for that black cat, I could have beat his ass. That black cat gave me that loss. That's what it was. Now talk about who went up. It was the black cat, actually. That black cat ain't nobody could catch that black cat. He had a couple. He had a lean on him. He was like Ezekiel Elliott. He would run a little bit, drew people out. He would look back at Ezekiel Elliott and do his hand movement. Yeah, I'm eating Zeke. I'm eating for you. It look like you eating too much. Then Zeke went off. It he went off. Damn black cat. I'm tired of this black cat. Game was good. Gave um, Giants bad luck. Bad luck. Get the Cowboys good luck. I know probably Jerry Jones up there. Yeah. Go have some fun down on that field. Dusty ass field. I'm telling man, I tell you. He ran. He's gonna be a future Hall of Famer now. He's gonna be a uh what is it? He gonna be a, a Pro Bowl this year. He got he got he had three rush TDs, ran for three hundred yards. <laughs> he caught ten of them. He had four hundred yards on that. Oh man, it's terrible. Just terrible. All right. Well, that ruined my time. Thank you guys for ruining my time. Assholes. Just messing with y'all. Oh, yeah. You know, I got, you know, it's all love, guys. But, um, sincerely, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. And I will see you guys next week. The Mark Cologne Podcast. Goodbye. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. 
It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.